1: And now, here are your hosts, Katie Beth and Stan. You're listening to the Legacy Leaders Podcast with your host, Stan Miller. Joining us today is Marianne Pruitt. Marianne is the CEO and president of Mosaic Media, a collection of media buying experts and creative strategists who negotiate, purchase, and monitor advertising space and airtime. She's here today to share some marketing wisdom, gleaned from her extensive career in media strategy and how it relates to the ever-evolving climate of media. Mary, welcome, and thank you for joining us.
0: Thanks for having me, Stan.
1: So I've been really excited about this interview because there's so much that you do that I'll just say I personally find very engaging, very interesting, mm-hmm. and uh, I've got a whole bunch of questions and topics I want to explore with you in the limited time that we've got. So let me, let me jump in and just first ask, how, has, how did COVID mm-hmm. change your business and the media generally?
0: COVID substantially changed media as a whole. What we saw that would be an evolution that would have taken probably another 10 to 15 years happened overnight. So what I mean by that is generationally, so for the first time in American history, we have five working generations. That's a lot with a sixth on the way, frankly. So there's that's more than we've ever had. And each generation and each individual is consuming media differently. COVID was the biggest proof of that. That's what we saw. We saw a huge shift generationally in media consumption. So, uh, for example, our older generations, they had not been on social media. They had not gone on. um, They had not bought onto it. But once they were separated from families, once they were not able to interact with their friends face to face every day, we saw them all of a sudden just in huge numbers get onto social media. So we built our older audiences going straight to social media. An example I like to give then, too, is our younger audiences started to consume traditional media platforms as if they were new platforms. And An example I like to give about that is radio. Radio is a local platform that gives local information, that provides local information to an individual. And the younger generations were, started consuming radio as if it was new because it was giving them information about the county that they lived in, the city that they lived in. What were the counts? What, what were the new mandates? What did I need to do today? They may have been consuming it differently, but they were consuming local radio. So COVID made in another thing. This is like, you opened Pandora's box starting with this question. I'll just tell you about that. So COVID also made it in human nature for us it, when we go into any catastrophic event, is to overconsume information for survival. We saw this in 9/11, where for the few weeks after 9/11, our morning news numbers skyrocketed. Why? Because Americans wanted to know that the room, that the life that they went to bed to, is the same life that they're waking up to. Because 9/11 changed that. So morning news was the way that we saw this huge consumption. During COVID, we already had a high consumption of media as a society. And it took it from here's high to here's where we are now. We started to just over consume every ounce of information we possibly could. We began to also find the escapes in media, in streaming TV, in streaming audio, podcasts. We saw podcasts go through the roof. We saw all these different elements that were there and that were being highly consumed, but skyrocket within a very short period of time. So COVID changed media quite drastically and the numbers haven't dropped. Uh, the numbers have stayed high um, in those consumptions.
1: Interesting, because you know, one of the things that I, I hear from uh, a lot of people is that uh, traditional media is dead, and I'm not hearing you say that.
0: Not at all. Actually, it revived uh, quite a bit during pan- the pandemic. Direct Mail came back and is still thriving really well. Like I said, local radio, local TV for news and news content and live events. We missed our live events during COVID. We really missed our sports. We really missed things happening. So when they came back, that's what we wanted to consume. So it's not dead at all. And a big piece of it is to think through, it's not dead, we may be consuming it differently. So what I mean by that is local radio, I may be consuming it through an app as opposed to going and actually tuning into the radio, but it's the same content, it's the same ad space, it's the same everything. I'm just streaming it now on my phone. Same thing with local news. I just may be going to their social media page. I may just be going to um, their broadcast app, or I may be doing it through streaming as well that I'm getting on local TV. So there's lots of different elements of it. Print and digital actually made a comeback together. So using digital targeting and using digital tools in your direct mail is a key piece. In today's world now, we have more data on, any, on everybody, on households, on all the above. And so when you are sending a direct mail piece to an individual's home, you should look at adding extra digital aspects to it as well for your marketing space. So yeah, so no, traditional debt is not dead at all. Uh, we're just doing it differently. And we are also adding elements of digital to it to make it better. In today's world, we just have to look at how do we do all the pieces right and together, as opposed to thinking of them as silos.
1: And now one of the things that you you talk about, one of the things that you guys do in your business is you figure out how to target each of those. How many generations did you tell me now? We have five generations. Yeah. So how is it? I mean, how do you do that? How do you figure out how to rifle shot each of those in a way that's effective?
0: So in today's world of media, we have precision targeting tools. And this is where it's really important. Anytime you are looking at a doing any type of marketing and anything in the paid space of media, find a partner that you can work with today. Not a vendor, a partner. I preach this all the time. There's a big difference between the two. A vendor is a TV rep that comes knocking on your door that will sell to anybody just for their product. A partner will look holistically at everything that you need to do in the paid space and build a strategy based on your target audience. So in today's world, we have to have an audience first approach. We need to look and see, okay, who is my target audience and get to know them a little bit better. So if I'm a financial advisor, I know already if I'm cold calling or if I'm going down a list or if I'm going down if I of who my target audience is, I know how much um, residual income I wanna have. I, I know how much I want them to have in assets. I know various things about them. I know their age group. I know generational wealth, I know various things that I want to have, right? So with that, what you do is you actually take digital tools. So it's in programmatic targeting that we do this, that we can find those forms of income, we can find that form of assets, and we drive our ad space directly based on the things that we know about our target audience. Like I just mentioned, assets, income what vehicle they drive, all the above. And we drive that, we drive our ad space into that and we drive it specifically to that target audience using precision targeting tools. It's done in a way that this is new, this is not, so. this is, everybody talks about the mystery of digital, we don't understand how it works. It's newer, we've been doing it probably about 10 years ourselves for a while, really deep into it. I wouldn't say it's new technology, it's just evolving technology that's constantly changing on how we can target individuals. And this is outside of social media. So keep that in mind too, that social media is not the targeting tool that it used to
1: be. Oh, uh, well, let me follow up on that. When you say it's not the targeting tool it used to be, you mean it's less effective than it used to be?
0: So when it comes to targeting specifically, social media, Facebook, Facebook is still a very good tool and a very strong tool to use in your media mix. However, you want to do it for more broad brand awareness than you do specific targeting. If you have first-party data of email lists, that's where Facebook's going to be important. If you already have those emails that you want to target. However, I would urge you to look at a programmatic partner that can also develop a plan within programmatic and because they can take that same data, but they can build lookalike audiences. And in social media, you can do the same thing. But there's a lot more that you can do with it in the programmatic space than you can in social. Social is just one data set. And in programmatic, you have dozens and hundreds of data sets available to you. So you want to, social media is still a great tool. Just don't think of it as the targeting tool that you used to have.
1: So give me an example of what, what you're talking about. I, you know, I mean, I, I don't you to give away any trade secrets here, but you really have me engaged in this because I've always thought, I've really thought of Facebook as being a way to rifle shot, really, your, your target audience. But you're talking about incorporating other tools in, in addition to Facebook and you know, off the reservation. I don't even know what I'm talking about. But I mean, if you could just give me kind of an example of some campaign you put together with somebody that incorporates the ideas you just mentioned here in the last two minutes.
0: Absolutely. So social media, Facebook, it used to be that you could target you could target income. You could target various things along those lines, not just geo-targeting. So now it is primarily geo-targeting area specific. And then if you have first party data of email addresses specifically, you can target that. It's just not as precision and as deep as it used to be of what I wanted to target on the individual, what their income is, what I'm able to, what, what, elements that I'm targeting as, you know, I'm going to use the you know financial professional as the example there, right? What things I want to have there. It is a great tool for overall brand awareness that, and you should keep a social presence going. However, you should start complementing it with other digital tools and those other digital tools. And this is where you do want to find a, pr- a partner in this. Don't find it through a TV vendor. Don't find it through others. Find a direct seat on what's called a DSP, which is a demand side platform. This can get very confusing, really fast, Stan. I'm going to tell you, it gets really deep, really fast. But it's something that I feel like people don't talk about enough, frankly, because for especially if you're the direct brand. If you're a small business, if you're a medium-sized business, it's hard for others to, and people don't give you the clear answer of exactly what it is. So you want to have the complement pieces in digital and in programmatic targeting specifically that work with your social media. Keep your social media going assess it, find a partner, and see how much budget you need to be using in social and versus others. If you're already on social, then you have a good complement piece to go in your programmatic space. What does programmatic look like? These are your digital display ads. This is your streaming video. This is your OTT, over-the-top television, your streaming television, connected television. This is your podcast. This is streaming audio. This is Native advertising, where it shows up within an article as if you are part of the article. So these are the things that you need to be looking at that is based on audience. Where is your audience? The programmatic tools and the AI that we use, I like to say human driven AI, because I think that's very important that you AI is only as good as the information that we give it and as much as we we drive it. So with that, with the information and the data that we can collect on individuals and that is already there, you're using it based on knowing who your audience is. And you're actually putting layers in to serve that individual. Let's say you're wanting to, I always like to use like the outdoor enthusiast as somebody to give an example, because it gives a real good, clear picture. So let's say the outdoor enthusiast family, it's a couple that has a couple of children, they drive a SUV or a Jeep. They drive a very specific vehicle, maybe a truck. They shop regularly at outdoor stores, talking REI. You're talking uh, public lands. You're talking, you know, that kind of Cabela's. So we have that data all on them, right? Let's say yeah. they're trying to sell them specific products. They're within this certain age group. They have the kids that are active in this area. So this is, I'm building a advertiser and I'm building a client profile right? So I'm building who what everything I know about it. Then I'm plugging that into the programmatic tools so that the ads are served to that individual that I'm trying to reach. I am taking an audience first approach as opposed to, I think they're over here. I think they watch this show. I think they're over here. No, we're actually taking the data that they're giving as marketers and using it towards them and to target them.
1: Way to know whether all this works or not.
0: So actually there's ways in the digital space, it's great because we can conversion track. So we put tags on each ad that when somebody clicks on the ad and they go to your website, we know that that action has taken place. We can see how long they've been on your website. We can see if they filled out a form from your website. We can see where they went on your website. So that's how you could track it back. Those are the things that you use to to track your ads now. But again, having a partner in it is very important as opposed to having just a vendor there because you want to have somebody who can help you create those tags. That people are gathering information on you when they're clicking on something. So let's take estate planning, for example. If I need a new estate plan, I need to make sure, or let's say I'm, you know, I have to have everything redone. If I'm within a key place in my life, which is probably, I'll use me as an example here. I'm the target audience, right? This age group of in the 40s and building a life and making sure that everything for my children and my family is taken care of in the way I want it to be taken care of. When I'm doing that, I'm that target audience, so who am I? I'm a professional, I am a parent, I have um, so many m- amounts of um, assets, I have you know various things that you wanna go after, and I'm building that profile for me. And then when I go and I see an ad, if I click on that ad, because you're reaching me at the right time of my life of being able to see that ad, I'm gonna see the ad, I'm gonna click on it, then from there, now you can retarget me later, you can send an ad, there's going to be ads for the next 90 days that are going to retarget me, but also I'm going to see how much I served on your website. What information was I looking for? Where am I hanging out? We then are continuing to gather data based off of what we're doing with our ads.
1: So that's incredibly fascinating to me. And I, and I gather, I mean, you talk about it with such confidence. I, I, I guess I understand this is what you guys do, right? Uh. So take a minute, take a minute, you know, take a, a couple of minutes and tell me about Mosaic Media, what it is that you guys do in your client relationship? You
0: know, we are a full service ad media agency. So, if it is in the paid media space, we help you build your plan and manage your plan for paid media to reach your target audience the best we possibly can. We go the extra mile in finding that audience. Who is that audience? How do we target them? Where do we go to get them? And make sure that your dollars are well spent. One thing I cannot stand in ad space is wasted dollars. Wasted dollars are back to your bottom line as a business owner, are back to your bottom line with anything that you're doing. So when you are wasting money, you are not doing something back in your business that you could be doing. So we, I, we build a very strategic landscape for you to follow and a roadmap for you to follow um, in finding that customer journey and finding that customer that is ideal to you and then building that plan and managing the plan out for you. So making sure that your ad space is spent where it needs to be is the most efficient, but you're reaching your audience the way you need to reach your audience. And we, we take care of all of it. You don't have to, you don't have to worry about talking to any of the marketers. Again, we will become the ones that help you in that and help you in, in building it and then managing it.
1: So speaking about target audiences, what's yours?
0: What's target audiences for me? I actually, so I have a soft spot for small businesses. I love to help small businesses. We do uh, small. We do everything from really, really small to really, really big um, into the hundreds and tens of millions of dollars down to the thousands of dollars. So we have a large, robust team that is able to do that. So within that, who is my target audience are individuals that are agencies that are needing help with media specifically. So ad agencies actually use us quite a bit. But then also, we do a lot in the financial space. We do a lot in the insurance space, the estate planning space. Professional services is what I like to bundle all those together in a lot in medical, a lot in tourism. So, th- those are the areas in which we primarily, a lot in higher ed and secondary education as well.
1: You do really run, run the gamut.
0: We do. We do. Our specialties are there in key precision targeting. That is what our specialty is. So, if you know your audience well, we are able to help you then target that
1: audience. So you're using the word we, it's not just you. You have a team, right? Yeah. 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 Tell, me, tell me about them.
0: Yeah. Oh, I have an incredible team. They're incredible people. We've built it from grassroots up. Actually, I still to this day have my first employee who is still with me, who is now a VP and running our full media department. And then our second employee who is uh, with me, who runs our account side. And then our third employee who runs our creative side, which we don't do a lot in creative, but they all do. They help with certain things on that end. Our primary focus is on the media placement, and that is what we do best. So we've all grown together to build something quite incredible. And we love working with our clients. We love working with businesses to find and solve that problem for them. What is the business solution we're trying to get to and solve?
1: So- running out of time here, but let me just add, do you have a nugget or a a couple of nuggets of wisdom that, that you'd be prepared to share with our audience today?
0: Absolutely. So when it comes to media, specifically paid media, the number one nugget is find a partner. Don't go to a vendor. You guys, I know that businesses get called all the time by vendors, whether it's, it used to be the phone book. Remember, you know, back in the day we used to get the phone, and I've been doing this long enough to remember those days of the phone book. And the phone book used to be effective. and now you don't even know what it is. But, you know, so just don't find find a partner that can walk you through all of the challenges of today's media landscape, not just a vendor that's selling you one product. Because in today's world, there's too many products for you to be stuck with one product on how to do it. So that's number 1. Number 2 is accountability with it. What are what are your partners giving you in reports? If you have somebody, are they giving you detailed reports monthly? Are they walking you through what those reports mean? Are they giving you insights out of it and making sure that you can actually make some adjustments because there are always adjustments to be made uh, and what insights they're finding for you. So that's the other piece of it as well. And third, don't be afraid to find a partner. A lot of people are so scared to keep it in-house or to do things in-house. Paid media is a specialty now. And unless you want to put hundreds of thousands of dollars, sometimes depending on the size of your company, millions of dollars into building this out. And I prom- if you want to go down the programmatic space, that's millions of dollars that you want to go down, find a partner in it and do it. Don't be scared to, to collaborate with others on it.
1: Good nuggets. Good nuggets. This is terrific. I've, I've enjoyed the time today. For me, this has been very useful. I hope this, this has been useful to, to our audience. I'm pretty sure it is. I think, I think our listening audience... Our prized you know entirely of you know uh, financial professionals state planning attorneys and you know we get up every day with you know thinking in terms of you know how do we how do we drive deal flow to our practice so this conversation is uh, i would say dead on relevant. so great great time today
0: well thank you stan and if anybody ever just wants to have a conversation i do always offer to our podcast listeners that, that first conversation, it will offer for free. And let's learn what you're doing. And if you need to just pick my brain for a call, uh, we're all for it. So you can reach me actually at my website, mosaic.agency forward slash contact. That comes straight to my email. And I'm willing to end offering that first conversation for you if you ever just want to pick somebody's brain.
1: Okay, you said that really fast. So do it again more slowly.
0: Okay. Yes. Mosaic.agency forward slash contact. That goes directly to my email. And, of course, reach out on LinkedIn, Marianne Pruitt, or on Twitter at MediaMath.
1: Terrific. So, okay, thanks, everybody, for listening today. This is the Legacy Leaders Podcast with your host, Stan Miller. My guest today was Marianne Pruitt. For more information on Marianne or Mosaic Media, visit her website, mosaic.agency forward slash... What? Forward slash... Contact. Contact, right. So we're going to put that link in the show notes, by the way, so that you can go there and get it. Marianne, thanks again for being with us today I appreciate it very much.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: You've been listening to the Legacy Leaders podcast with Katie Beth Hand and Stan Miller. For more information on them and the show, please visit pinnaclelegacylaw.com. If you like what you've learned today, do share the program with your friends and subscribe wherever podcasts are found.